Hello, everybody. Welcome to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. <clears throat> Aurora and I are here and uh, really excited to get into today's episode. We're going to be talking about one of our favorite places to go on vacation. Uh, you know, whenever we get a chance, we have free time and we have, quite frankly, when we have the money, which is not often enough, uh, we will go here. Uh, so essentially, <clears throat> on the cast, you know, we talk a lot about one of the meccas of the film industry, one of the meccas of the streaming industry, uh, you know, with amazing television shows, movies, things like that all the time they're coming out with, and that is Disney. Disney has two uh, U.S. theme parks. Um, well, if you don't include the separate parks at Disney World, but Disneyland and Disney World, uh, we are here today, and we're actually, because we do a lot of content, um, with Disney films, with Disney, uh, you know, streaming service, things like that, uh, we figured it would be good to talk to uh, all of our listeners about things at the Disney parks. Uh, so essentially, we are going to be talking about <clears throat> Disney theme park updates. Uh, so if you guys have not been to uh, Disney World since the pandemic, um, you know, if you went early, early on, soon as the pandemic started but haven't been since then uh you know that type of scenario there's a lot of new things a lot of new changes even if you haven't been uh you know a year or two before the pandemic started and you're getting ready to try and go back now because you need something positive in your life right i think we all need that with covid we all need to get out and do something um you know aurora and i are, are dying to get back to disney world and we are hoping to go pretty soon probably won't be able to make it to the uh fall in the fall this year, but uh, right before the holidays, we're expecting to go on a trip with the family there. So we're really excited for that. Aurora is just trying not to think about it so she doesn't pee her pants all the time because, you know, we don't we need to stop trying to scrub the carpet um, when she gets too excited and pees on it. But with that being said, we'll jump into it here. Um, you know, Again, this because we do t we do a lot of videos about Disney, so we figured a lot of our fans, a lot of our listeners out there, are Disney fans. So we will talk about that. We'll also probably give an update on you know Universal and Disney World and the whole Epic Universe on another episode. Uh, so stay tuned for that. You know, probably the next two or three weeks we'll have a discussion with that. <clears throat> but today, um, you know, again we're changing it up, talking about Disney theme parks. Uh, while the House of Mouse um, has always and will always be such a magical place the new ceo bob chapek um i don't know if any of you knew he had a huge salary hit last year from 47 million dollars in 2019 his salary went down from that to 21 million dollars in 2020 okay apparently that creates such a hard time for bob chapek that he's going to make it up with money from our pockets that's apparently what's happening here i don't understand uh you know why this was news i don't understand why this is a big deal i don't understand why a ceo of any company would have to make that much money it's like professional athletes why do you need that much money why does why does anyone ever have to make that much money it's all perception people say oh well they earned it oh they deserved it earning and deserving something is a matter of perception it's a matter of opinion so i don't see why anyone would need to make 47 million dollars a year i don't need i don't need i don't know why anyone would need to make 21 million dollars a year like what type of lifestyle do you have to live 
to you know eat into that money. I mean, essentially what companies are doing now is they're not just making a comfortable life for you and your family. They're making a comfortable life for you and your next five generations of families, it, you know, even 10 generations of families, you know, in this situation. It's just ridiculous. It's absurd. But regardless, um, apparently that was, you know, very upsetting. It wasn't good enough for Bob Chapek to make $21 million a year. He needs to get that bump back up. So in order to try and do that, he's trying to recover the parks um, as quickly as possible. And uh, previous CEO Bob Iger, um, it's the thing they have for Bob's lately with their CEOs, um, he felt very much like Walt himself in many ways. Uh, the system of the Magic Express, the Fast Passes, the Magic Bands, they were all magical systems that were created and included for guest convenience. Now, if you don't know what those are, Magic Express is a free shuttle service. If you're staying on Disney property hotel, uh, you would get a free shuttle service from the Orlando International Airport to your resort hotel. Fast Passes are free um free uh basically skip the line passes they get you in a quicker line uh but you go in you get three in one day you get to pick three rides that you want to go ride and you pick them for certain time periods now once you've used those three you get one extra throughout the day to use which they were always full so you never really got to use more than three on a typical day um <clears throat> but it was something free complimentary for for everyone coming to the park and it kind of helped everybody schedule out their day right Next was the Magic Bands. Magic Bands is, it's the Holy Grail. It's the Holy Grail. It was key to everything. Uh, it got you the key into your hotel. It, when you had dining reservations, they would scan it. That's how they tested your reservations. When you wanted to pay for something, you paid with your, your Magic Band. This kept you from having to have your wallet in the park. So lots of things. We'll get into more details on the, on the perks there uh, here in a little bit. But sure, that costs money. Right, these things that they gave complimentary does cost money, right? But that's Disney. <clears throat> that's Disney, right? Oh, convenience. Guess convenience. Magical place. Make it easy, simple, stress-free. That's what they tried to make for their fans. That's what Bob Iger was trying to accomplish when he was there as CEO. It was great. It was a great time. Everything was awesome. I think it was the pinnacle of Disney uh, parks at this point to me. I feel like they've taken a little bit of a step back. Obviously, it's the pandemic, and we'll see how things sort out. Maybe they get back and even become even better. Um, I honestly think they need to build one more park um, to get to five, and I think that would help make things a little bit better. Uh, but essentially, that's Disney. Right, they're gonna do things that are a little more expensive for them, as long as it makes you have a great time. Well, not anymore. With Bob Chapek coming in, um, there's been a lot of changes, obviously, since the pandemic. However, some of these changes are things that are long-term, lasting changes that are being done that doesn't make things inconvenient. Um, Disney had these amazing features that allowed so much convenience to loyal guests to make sure that their time was as magical as possible for them. These became staples of the park. They became things that people talked about outside the park when they left. These became YouTube videos for entire bloggers and things like that. They took an entire 30 minutes, hour to sit there and talk to you about how the Magic Express works and how Fast Passes work and Magic Bands. These are things that everybody would talk about. Oh, have you done your Fast Passes for your vacation yet? Have you got? Have you booked your Magic Express for Disney yet? Like everybody knew these things come along with your Disney trip. And you know, it was a delight of many fans' experiences at the park. Alas, 
with Bob Iger leaving, with Chapek coming in, it seems to be, here's the thing, when Iger was in there, Bob Iger saw the true investors of Disney. And the true investors of Disney are the millions of people every year that visit Disney parks. They're the people that pay thousands of dollars to go to the parks every year. And always buy merchandise for new movies. Always go see the movies in theaters. Always will always have Disney Plus. We'll buy all the merchandise. We'll buy all the food, the recipe, the the memorabilia, accessories that goes in their kitchens and the crap. Those are the true investors of Disney. However, from a financial standpoint, Chapek seems to be looking to stamp his legacy at Disney by pleasing investors, not the true investors of Disney, the stock market investors of Disney. Okay, and this is for basically just financial reasons. Um, you know, I, I'm an investor in Disney. I have stock in Disney, and and so I. I hate this. I really hate everything that's happening here. I, I don't care if it stock skyrocks right now. I'll sit and wait for it to boom back and get back to where it was. But right now, they're taking away things that are going to make people's experience not as good there. And overall, I think it's going to hurt tourism. We'll get into that. But Iger saw the guests and customers as the investor. Bob Chapek, the new CEO, does not. Now it's all about ROI, bottom line, etc. With that, we lose magic. We're losing magic at the Magic Kingdom. We're losing magic at Disney World. And Chapek is taking these amazing features everyone loves about the park and bending them to investors' desires, which is money. That's all investors want. So the Magic Express is no longer complimentary or through Disney, by that matter, um, which it was through Mirrors that were provided through a third-party service, but it was a partnership with Disney. Uh, so now Magic Express is no longer complimentary. This is something that was an expense that Disney paid Mirrors to do, um, and now they're taking away that expense from their shoulders. So if you want to go and use Magic Express, um, out-of-state guests will have a much harder time now getting to the parks. Uh, there is going to be another service that Mirrors provides, but it's going to cost you, I think, $16 a person, something like that, per ride. Ubers, Lyfts, cabs, etc. are all going to be looking to cash in from this. And if you guys don't know and haven't had a lot of experience with those things, they will jack up prices on you when they know you have to get somewhere. They will jack up prices on something like this. Like It's going to be so expensive just to get from the airport to Disney now, where it should have been maybe like a $15 Uber. You know, now it's probably going to be like 40 bucks to even just get there. It's crazy what's going to happen with this. I can see it coming down the line. A train system supposedly coming to the area, but who knows when or if that's actually still going to be finished because it's supposed to connect uh, from Miami area to the Orlando International Airport and cross over to Disney and have a stop there as well. But who knows, again, when that's going to get done or if it's still going to happen. Magic Bands are no longer complimentary. Okay, This is the other service we talked about, Magic Bands. So to get into your room, you need to, buy a, you need to actually buy the key now. Yeah, you can use your phone. What if your phone dies? Phone's not reliable, guys. Like, I tried to use my phone the last time I went and didn't use my Magic Band because uh, I didn't have one. And the, the phone, it didn't work. It didn't work. It kept glitching. It kept messing up. We were sitting outside of our room for an hour. Called the front desk, waited for a tech to come and fix our door. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but that is if you want convenience of the Magic Okay, if you want convenience of the magic that goes into having to not carry a little key card with you, uh, that we've all grown to love, just have that magic band for everything you need. Same 
with paying without card and reservations um, about your phone, you know, so you don't need your phone for those things either. It, the things we've grown to have convenience of, the things we've grown to love, we don't have now um, unless you want to pay for it. So they used to give you a complimentary magic band for everybody staying at your resort hotel, and now you have to pay for it. Um, these, these magic bands will work for about two years, I think. Uh, maybe three, but they do they do expire. The battery does die in them, and you have to get a replacement at some point. But um, it's it's definitely to me it's kind of stupid that you make this great, amazing, convenient way <clears throat> to get into your room to do all these things to pay for things, and now you're gonna make people pay for that system. That that just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, and the greatest thing for Disney planners. Fast passes are now gone. This free perk everyone would give, uh, everyone would get three park fast passes uh, to select uh, every day that they're at the parks at various rides. This would let you structure your day accordingly. It let the parks know what lines were going to look like. It let them know when there was going to be a big rush for certain attractions and things like that. Um, and and they had capacity limits for different time spans, so nothing ever got too big at any one given time. They are now taking that away. They took it away uh, for COVID purposes, and they have now said they are not coming back with it. Um, now, to be guaranteed a ride on your favorite rides, you'll have to pay. However, not the premium rides. There's a new service called Disney Genie coming out. This will be an app that is free. However, to get fast passes, you will have to pay for that and that is paying per person per day so i think it's like 16 dollars or something like that uh, we'll have to see what it actually comes out to who knows the dollar amount may go up every day at this point um however the premium rides are not included with that so even if you pay that 16 dollars a day or whatever it is um per person to get fast passes uh, or to get lightning lane service which is the new uh the new service they're providing you still don't get it for premium rides so, yes, you'll have to pay separately for premium rides at parks, separate of your Lightning Lane expense. So, say, you know, Rise of Resistance, a ride that you know you want to do while you're there. You're going to have to pay even extra for that ride on top of the Fast Passes, or the, on top of the Lightning Lane passes that you already purchased. It's completely ridiculous. Money pinching. It's penny pinching. It is greedy. And we've never seen this from Disney, but it is happening now under Chapex leadership. These factors, coupled with other things like new reservation park system, which has many people buying tickets and reserving rooms to stay at Disney, and they are not even getting in because reservations are full. They're not getting in because capacity is full. So there are people buying entire trips to Disney. Literally, there's people who have been to Disney for, you know, in the middle of the pandemic time period. I know of a family that bought uh, four nights. They spent four nights at Disney, didn't get into one park because all the reservations were full. It's absolutely absurd. It's so sad. That's a waste of money. It's a waste of tickets because you can't use the tickets. You bought them. But you didn't make a reservation because you didn't even know you had to make it. Because, yes, they don't really make sure you make them. They should make it when you buy the tickets. You have to make the reservation. But you don't. You don't. You actually have to wait until a certain time period to make your reservations. And then, so, like, there's no alert. There's no thing making you do it. It's really not good, guys. It's really not good. Um... It makes the whole system a huge money grab. The worst part is that they lie to us, straight to our faces, and they act like we're idiots, okay? So, Rise of the Resistance, I said I mentioned this ride before. It's the most popular ride at Disney. Um, 
right now and it has been using a virtual boarding group for the ride. Disney is changing this. They came out and said flexibility of schedule is important to our customers. Like essentially that's what they said. Um, when you have to reserve your park weeks in advance that you're going to, you have to reserve all your dining experiences stuff like that or you're not going to get a place to eat. Like that's absolutely absurd because everything else you're doing isn't making flexibility for your guest schedule. Which tells me, okay, something's something's up here. You're lying because you're not, you know, following through with this on in other occasions. Um, so really, what they're doing is they're taking this away so that people won't want to wait in a super long line. I mean, it's going to be a two to three hour long line probably, and they're going to then introduce the lightning lanes and make people pay a premium to not wait in such a big long line for Rise of Resistance. It's all money grab, guys. All of it is all that it is is a money grab, but they're sitting there trying to act like to us that uh, we're trying to make this convenient. No, you're not. You're trying to make more money off of this attraction. That's that's just come out and say it. Make your shareholders understand what you're doing. Your shareholders are going to be like, oh, you're geniuses. Your fans may not like it, but your shareholders will like it, and that's the only reason you're doing all this, right? So why don't you just be truthful, Bob Chapek? We aren't idiots. We can read through the BS, okay? Anyway. Some positive news, um, new attractions coming to Disney. Space 222 is a restaurant that's open now. Uh, this is an amazing restaurant experience. Aurora and I cannot wait to go and experience this when we go. Essentially, you get into an elevator. You go up You go up thousands of feet up in the air, and you're dining in space. Um, so there's digital panels all around, all around the walls, and it looks like you're dining in space. The food is made to look like you're in space. It's amazing. Really cool experience. Can't wait to do that. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind Coaster uh, coming in the summer of 2022. Still don't know exactly when that's going to happen. Um, Moana area in Epcot is coming. No date when it's going to be finished. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is now open. Um, so we'll wait. I don't know if Aurora and I will do that attraction. We can't do too many big rides, um, unfortunately. But um, the Tron ride is coming sometime in 2022. The Jungle Cruise revamp. We don't know when that's going to be finished being revamped, but it's being uh, constructed and done when the park is uh, not operating. So it's still going every day, so it's not like it has to close down. Princess and the Frog. No start date of even when it's going to start changing. So we may even get to do the entire 2022 season and still have Bear Rabbit up there. Okay. Um, nothing of note for Animal Kingdom really to be changed right now. Uh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue sometime in 2022. Don't have a, a full date on that. Disney Star Wars Resort coming in 2022 as well. Still don't have a date on that. Essentially, these are the things that Disney is investing in. And it looks like they're penny pitching on everything they're actually investing into because we don't know half the dates for these things. Like We don't know when any of this is coming. So these are very exciting things. We are super excited. We can't wait to stay in the Star Wars Resort when it is finished. But we have no idea when it's going to be finished. Like this is this is just a little it's a little sickening. It's very sad to kind of see this period uh, that Disney is in right now uh, of these things. So very very difficult. Um, it's also something that you know. Yes, I, I get that you maybe want to make people pay for these parks and things like that. But you're going to make people that are paying high level dollars for your you know, on Disney property, hotels and things, you're going to make them pay extra for this stuff. I just don't see how that makes sense. I really don't. Magic Express, okay, it's complete expense. It's a third party. You can't control that much with it. Okay, fine. I understand that. Um, Magic Express, or Fast Passes. That That's stupid that you're taking this away from everyone. I, okay, sure, take it away from 
guests that are staying off property because then you're going to push people to stay in your resort hotels and make more money. I get that. But where's the push right now? Where's the push right now? Because you're going to have people that are unfamiliar with Disney that come on big vacations every two to three years. And those are the people that are spending the most amount of money at any one time with you because they're going to be there the longest and all that stuff. Instead of, you know, Aurora and I who come, you know, three or four nights and then we'll go back again later in the year. Like, those people that are coming, they're not going to know all this stuff. They're not going to be all educated on this, and they're probably not going to think they need any of these things. They're going to get there, and they're going to have a bad time, and they might not want to come back. Like You're going to upset people. But whatever. I, I just I just think it's ridiculous that even people that are spending a ton of money with you to stay at top-level resorts and things like that, sp- you know, spending tons of money out of their salaries to go down there and you're taking these perks away i I just think that's so sad there's no loyalty anymore to the guests and consumers all the loyalty is just to investors and it's really sad you see so many companies that turn that way and we thought disney might not end up there and they're going that route right now now this can change this can change and turn around maybe it goes the other way maybe they include some new free perks and things like that but it's really really sad and it's really really a shame uh to see the point that we're in right now Plus, you know, if you look at economically, this is going to make a major impact. Um, you know, people that are coming from out of state, essentially the parks are getting overrun and overwhelmed right now with annual pass holders, people that are Florida residents that can go every day. So local residents are taking up a lot of the reservations. So on big weekends, those local residents, those locals are going to take up reservations to get into the park. Um, you know, then you're going to have people coming from out of state and now they've got to pay extra to get to the park with transportation they've got to pay extra for their magic bands they got to pay extra for their their fast passes because they can't go every day and make sure they get a chance to ride a certain ride they have to make sure they get to ride it when they're there so now you are you are squeezing every ounce of money out of you can out of out of every guest that you can every out-of-state guest has to be squeezed for money and it's it is quite sad it is quite sad to me um that this is happening economically i think it's going to make an impact i think we're going to see a lot of out-of-staters start to transition to maybe sea world and universal as their stops okay especially when universal gets the epic universe in 2025 like these are things that i think will start shifting people to go to other places and you're taking these things away that made it so convenient what was a huge reason that if i went and i could only go to two or three days of theme parks when i was at when I was in Orlando, why did I go to Disney? Because I didn't have to pay for shuttle service. Because it was super easy, barely an inconvenience, to go to Disney and do all the things and all the great perks and things that come along with it. You've taken those things away, and now you get better perks and benefits by going to, to Universal and staying there. Or doing Discovery Cove at SeaWorld and then going to SeaWorld for, for you know complimentary later or something like that. Like Those are things that now... I'm going to consider heavily when I go. I mean, I know my wife's probably not going to want to do that because she's like, oh, Disney or nothing. It's like, you know what? I'm really not biased. Like, you know, Universal is really good too. Harry Potter is really good. And SeaWorld and Dolphins and Discovery Cove is great too. So um, this is definitely something that will make me second guess it and make me think about, hey, should we really do Disney this trip if we're only going for two or three days? How about we just do Universal? How about we just do everything there? Um you know, especially when they build the epic universe, a lot of great things come along with that. So anyway, um, I, I think it's something that we definitely need to think about. Ultimately, I do believe they need to build a fifth park, um, help to spread things out a bit more instead of trying to squeeze every ounce of everyone's pocket that comes there, just get more people to be able to go. 
build another park, lower prices, because you have that fifth park you need to fill, lower prices, get more people there, get more people to resorts, build more resorts, and now you're making that much more money overall, not per person. You're not taking advantage of people. You're letting them have a great experience. It's just like in Jurassic World when John Hammond said, this park isn't just for the super rich. Everyone needs to come and enjoy these animals. Everybody needs to come and enjoy the magic. So anyway, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll talk to you next week. Like, share, subscribe. Facebook and email are below.